Welcome back to Values and Vibrators with me, Charlotte Crosby, where every week I explore everything from taking on trolls to blow up sex dolls. This is our final episode of season one of Values and Vibrators, and I want to wrap up with a real bang. So I've got not one, but two of the funniest guys I know as guests, and they are going to roast me like a marshmallow on a camping trip. Russell Kane and Dilruk Jasona. Hi everyone. Hi, hi, hi. Russell, Dil, I would like to introduce you to my podcast, which is called Values and Vibrators. Because I think even men have had a cheeky play with a vibrator. Mm, I can't say I've used a vibrator on myself. I've definitely assisted someone with a vibrator. Yeah, in the bumhole. I do. Having said that, I have. I do own my own dildo. It's a uh, a black dildo that I keep saying it was for a costume party, but everyone says, "Is that really why you got it?" Come on, mate. Be honest. I'm like, no, I haven't used it on me yet. But I like a strap on. Uh, it's a suction cup at the bottom. As there was explained to me, you can whack it on a table and bounce around it if you want. Yeah, yeah, or, no, or on a window. On a window or a, uh, the bathroom, uh, you know, the, the wall in a bathtub. Anywhere, really. It's it's so handy. <laughs> Russell? Well, my uh, my device that was giving me pleasure, I was told for Lindsay I wasn't allowed and has been removed from my phone. So my mate's a software developer and he was de- he's developing an AI girlfriend. It lives on your phone and then when you sort of open your laptop, it jumps from your laptop to your phone. What? It's like just like a hot graphics, like a hot girl that's like, hey, how's your day? Like a hot Alexa. But she learns details about you. She's like, how would you like me to do my tits and my pussy today? Like it's really porno. That's got <laughs> to be a lot. And then she, no, I swear to God, it's like an, just like a hot and a pervy Alexa. And she's like, tell me about your day, Russell. And it speaks to you and she gradually learns detail. I thought this was great. What harm is it? doing yeah. <laughs> Lindsay's like you can take that off your fucking phone right now why are you speaking to a digital girlfriend it's fucking weird I'm sorry would you like it if I got a digital boyfriend and I thought about it and I thought fucking yes <laughs> imagine if Lindsay was in the other room describing her day to her digital boyfriend she's like, I'm going to speak to my digital boyfriend go on then off you fuck I'll be having some beers and watching Terminator <laughs> and by the way close the door I can still hear you talking about your insecurities <laughs> The Terminator was the original digital boyfriend. Like he was, you know, especially the part two. I'm assuming you got a lot of female listeners, Charlotte. I cannot recommend enough. There's, there was this deal, there's this uh, new vibrator out and I thought, oh, it's got to be hype because the reviews are written like for comedy. It's, it's like a normal G-spot vibrator, but it's got like a suction thing that goes on the clip. That goes, oh, I keep coming across the suction cup one as well. I didn't really Don't come across it. You'll have to whop it clean afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> you, everyone's got the suction on the clip now. Everyone does it. It's like, it's not a new thing. And also you can get the same device from the dentist's office. They still they used to have that device ages ago. That sucks out that. And the Hoover. Up. The Hoover's quite good. <laughs> this is a side note. <laughs> the side note, but you mentioned Hoover, Charlotte. I don't know about you, Russell, but I am sadly have to admit, I've admitted publicly that I once stuck my dick in a vacuum cleaner. Did you? Have you ever done that? No, I did masturbate to Hoover the movie, though, because I love satire about um, the CIA. <laughs> right, right. One for Charlotte's core I, I thought that was just a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what... I don't even know what that is. No, don't worry about it, Charlotte. So, listen, right, guys. I thought it would be good, right? I wanted to get two of the funniest people I know, right? And I've both met you at very different points of me of my life. So, Russell, mm-hmm. we first met, right? Geordie Shaw reunion first series you did the reunion show yep 
where you basically ripped the shit out of every single one of us and we spoke about memories and then Dill, I met Dill 10 years later on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. So you've both got very different, Mm. well, no, I don't think you have got very different versions of us because I think I'm I'm basically the same person from the start to the finish. Yeah, you're consistent. What was interesting for me meeting you, Charlotte, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in the jungle, we weren't allowed to Google or we had no internet or anything like that. And I didn't know of your work until we met each other. My work, my work. I love how Dill says, my work. <laughs> as if like it's a... Uh, I was trying to be professional as opposed to you being, a, you know, <laughs> being off your head drunk <laughs> in a nightclub. She works hard, particularly the balls on the shaft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She works hard for the money. <laughs> if you checked around the jungle, one of the rocks would have said, I banged Charlotte here. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. I stuck a couple of rocks up my funny while I was in the jungle. There was nothing else to do. No, but Dil, you, you hadn't seen anything I'd been on, hadn't you? No. Right. And so would that be the first time in 10 years that you met someone who either didn't know you or was able to Google you? So we were forced to connect on a human level. And so none of your history mattered. So we had to like, and that's why I think we got along so well, because I had no preconceived notions of you. And yet it turns out we're the same person just at different times in our life. Yeah. I've, uh, Russell, you would know this, but I'm sober five years now, but some of my like stories like the vacuum cleaner in the dick, uh, you know, in my dick in the vacuum cleaner, (laughs) stems from very much Charlotte Crosby level of behavior (laughs) from the past. I mean, what's depressing about that is I think the most sober I've ever been is when I tried to fuck my Dyson because I really wanted to be focused. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You want to be respectful of it. At least you were drunk though. See, that's why these days I use a Roomba where I just lie on the floor and let it find me, you know, as it's just moving across the floor. So, Russell, yes. you met us when I'd, we're talking, like, Geordie Shaw Series 1 had only just come out. We were all still a bit crazy then, weren't we? It was also that the novelty, uh, it was the first time we'd seen in the, in the UK people actually going fully, getting drunk off their tits and doing what they want. We'd seen rea- reality <laughs> TV where there was a bit of drinking and a bit of shagging. We'd never seen the complete primal... I mean, that's how we behave. Dill wouldn't know this. That's how all Brits behave the second we step off the plane in Mallorca. Mm. Even a nun, as her foot touches the tarmac, goes, who can I wank off? Give me a shot. That's how we, be- that's how we behave abroad. <laughs> Whereas the, I've been to Melbourne, I've been to Australia many times, and an Australian can quite happily enjoy a night out with a moderate amount of alcohol. You do get drunk, but you can enjoy mm. a night out where one of us shares a bottle of wine and has a medium amount of fun and gets a little bit sick. Whereas a Brit, it's sparkling water or ketamine nightclub. They're your two options. <laughs> so to, to see Brits unleashed like the mating animals we are on holiday, because I know they're in their hometown, but they're effectively just told to be on holiday in their hometown. Yeah, that's why it was so addictive, because for anyone, Christ, I think anyone under 40, even under 50, that's what we love to do when we're on holiday. So that's what was addictive about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am yet to really watch Geordie Shaw. And and Charlotte, I think you and I talked about maybe sitting together and watching some of your highlights yeah, reels yeah, yeah, yeah. and filming my reactions to it. Because I only knew... <laughs> Make sure you've I... got the vacuum cleaner with you. <laughs> <laughs> and some tissue. But I also like... Uh, because I only met you uh, like sober, like, you know, in the jungle. There was like no... And then I was thinking to myself, I think I said this to you, Charlotte, if you're like this sober, what the fuck was happening when you drank (laughs) we were literally 
R- Russell, me, we were we had these like bed camping beds that we were, me and Charlotte our beds were next to each other. We were chatting, and the conversations were, would range. But like there was one particular day we were literally talking about you know what ha- what happens after death. You know what happens when you die. Do you think your energy goes somewhere else? I'm like, no, I'm an atheist. I think it ends there. It was happening. All of this was happening for about twenty minutes, and then Charlotte suddenly stops and goes, "Do you know I can fanny fart on cue?" <laughs> <laughs> And then I was like, what do you mean? I was like, and she goes, yeah, watch. And she starts putting her hands down her pants. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, i got to adjust me flaps first. I'm like, how the fuck did we get from philosophy to fanny flaps no. so quickly? Oh, who doesn't love it when a conversation jumps? And that's Charlotte, really. That's why she's got such a following both on the philosophy podcasts and the, <laughs> yeah. and the vag ones. That's the why you do the values and the vibrators. She's a Marcus Aurelius of her generation. But that is also a key difference, Adil. I mean, I'd love to know Charlotte's like genuine answer to this, but having spent a lot of time in Australia, Melbourne, obviously a lot of time in Victoria, but a lot of time in Queensland, I've been all over. It, you can, a boy can go up to a girl at lunchtime and say, this is crazy. You know, there's clearly something between us. Why don't we go out for coffee this afternoon? And that is a thing. People go out on dates in Australia. Charlotte will find this hard to believe. People go out sober and uh, and go out, uh, drink, have a cup of coffee and check if they like each other. That is unknown in the United Kingdom. Yeah, we don't do that. If you went up to someone sober at lunchtime and went, excuse me, I find you attractive, you get pepper sprayed in the fucking face. Get back. You'll do me against the wall of a nightclub when you're off your tits like a normal person. Yeah, we would be like, well, this is really weird. Yeah. So it's almost impossible for us to get laid when we're so... In fact, if it wasn't for alcohol, we'd be an island of skeletons with top hats. We'd have died out years ago. That's so true. <laughs> that's actually so true. So, uh, So that's... The other reason why it's really hard for Brits to go sober because we have to turn into perverts when we're sober. We feel like, can I, can I have sex with you? Like we're some sort of sex offender. Yeah. Where, whereas when we're drunk, we're like, my dick's out. Do you want to put your mouth on it? Legend. I might even pour a Zambuca on it and light it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're spot on though. Sober, sober dating suck. Like I, I, I'm now in a committed relationship, but I was so single for 15 years before that. And being, you know, dating and being sober suck because like, one night stands when you're drunk, fine. Who cares, right? But one night stands when you're sober is disgusting. Oh, I love them. They it's, are but the one best. night stands when you're sober is disgusting. Oh, shit. There's fluids flying everywhere and you don't even fucking know their name. Like, it's horrible. It's disgusting. It's like, oh, thanks. That's in my eye now. Charlotte calls that an assisted wank. That's what she calls a one night stand. I called that the COVID test. <laughs> one, one down the throat, one up the nostril. Oi, do you get. What, <laughs> who's sticking something in your nose, are they? Well, that's it. Do it on my cotton bud, you dirty bastard. You're COVID negative. <laughs> well, I've only got little nostrils, so I think I'd only be able to fit it, um, you know, a little wiener in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, obviously, we've all dealt with this last year very differently. I'm um, skint now. It's, it, it's taught me that I am, have got no money. <laughs> I am actually skint. I have lost all of my work. <laughs> you, you didn't have to, you, you didn't need to tell the listeners you're doing a podcast. We get it. <laughs> Things are tough. <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed that one because it's nice true. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you really feel like this last year's talk? Yeah, I have to be, I have to be honest though. I have to be honest. If Aside the fact I'm skint, um, it has actually taught us that there's a lot more than just working all the time. I don't know about you, but when I was really busy and, and having to work all the time and constantly be on the road, like I, I missed out on a lot of things. And this pandemic, as awful as it sounds, put a halt on everything. And I really like stopped for a second and just enjoyed like life. 
Mm. It forced it forced to break on you, I suppose. Yeah, like others, you were go 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 since you were what eighteen, nineteen. Uh I don't know. For me, I guess it really made me sit down and reflect and think about why I love the things I really love. So obviously, like my parents live away from Australia, and like not being able to see them was really tough, and uh, all of that put together. But stand up was something I never thought was going to be taken away like that, and I had to think about why I loved it so much. And for me, it came down to once you take away everything, it simply came down to the fact that I love talking about myself. <laughs> and uh, I just found a way to monetize what would be an annoying party trait became my way of earning income. <laughs> so I just went, oh, th- that's what all it came. So, so learning to whittle down why I really love it was really handy. So now I just do a podcast as well. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Russell? Well, I've learned uh, the um, number of angles you can masturbate at, and in fact, <laughs> my forearm is now bigger than my bicep. Look at that. Um, oh my fucking God. That is actually really big. I've got a forearm gun. <laughs> it's because I, I've been doing a reverse spanner. That's where you put your leg on the bath and you right. come through. And that to, that to me <laughs> taught me what was important. About, no, no. This is what I've really learned. What, what have I learned? Uh, same as you, really. I've spun, done eight tours back to back. I'm always on the freaking road. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I'm going to be absolutely awful at being at home. I'm hyperactive. I love being out. I love talking to strangers. How will I cope? I'm really, really good at it. It's brought, I was already a massive reader, but I'd lost the habit of just sitting down in the middle of the day and reading a book. Yeah. Normally I'd be on my phone, do a selfie, make a funny video, watch something on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's brought stillness much needed back into my life. The other brilliant thing, if you're in a long-term relationship is you're like, what would I be like if I'm locked down with my long-term partner? Surely we would split up. What a pleasant surprise. Me and Lindsay don't hate each other. We've got on brilliantly. Yeah. And the other main gift, the main gift, my daughter's only five. So most particularly men because the way society is set up but almost everyone now most men miss that phase who gets to spend a whole year at home with their four-year-old turning into a five-year-old and get that intent intense bonding time yeah exactly so i've learned i've learned aspects of of my child and made connections that i never would have made they're the main learnings plus don't eat bats, you fucking bellends. Do not eat bats, otherwise it causes a novel coronavirus. Well, if you're gonna, just cook it through. Yeah, and don't don't have a pangolin side order, most importantly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, that's it. Human connection, human connection, which is bizarre because we've not seen each other, but it's made you... It's a paradox, Charlotte. Google that one later. Compared to a paradox, which you don't need to Google, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still. I forget that you've got a daughter. You don't put photos of her on your Instagram, don't you not? No, I don't. Why? Why do you choose to do that? I've got a horrible feeling that, you know, the way we laugh about cigarettes and we can't believe our mums and dads like had adverts of people holding cigarettes and they thought it was okay to smoke in our faces and shit like that. And we're like, oh my God, we revolt. I've got a horrible feeling that all the kids are going to grow up, whatever comes after Gen Z, what is it, Z1 or Gen A, are going to go, how dare you put my face online without my digital consent and it's going to become a thing. I couldn't consent to my face being online. That's that's for me to do. I've got I've just got an inkling that putting people on Instagram for strangers to look at should be something they choose to do themselves, not something who hasn't got enough attention. Someone who's not got enough attention, going, please look at my baby. I need some more attention. If you did that in real life and hung your baby out the window, you're Michael Jackson, and we know how that one ended. I agree with you. Like so, my, yeah. Like uh, my my brother, you know, he's got a baby daughter, and he puts it on Instagram and stuff, and I and I love it, and because my brother's, you know, is really funny with it and all. But I agree with you. I wonder whether down the track, whether these kids would be like, wait, I didn't want to be known for this. Uh, so I don't know. Having said that, I also do love getting likes. So if I have a child, I'm definitely going to use them for likes. 
Oh, yeah, God, you get so many likes. Yeah, but some people start, when they're in the womb, some of my friends, the womb scan becomes their profile pic. It's like the face of the woman is gone. It's like, can't wait to meet you. I think blokes should do that just with a Petri dish of jizz and go, can't wait to meet you as their profile pic. <laughs> no, I do, I do get what you mean. I do get what you mean. Russell, does your daughter look like you or not? Uh, yes, she's unfortunately for Lindsay. She's she? fucking twin, twin copy, uh, mental, really? high energy, what? dancing, uh, really? just center of attention, never stops, wants to be on stage. Um, we're me and we're already joking in French, and Lindsay's going, "What are you two saying? What are you saying?" Like she, I mean, she, it's next level. It's great. <laughs> Stop joking in fucking foreign. <laughs> That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. That's a lovely way to end this. I think it's time for you to go now. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> so what a what a what an excellent podcast this has been. I've enjoyed the light, the shade, the constant vagina abuse. I'm actually going to go and like just like give it a little stroke after this to make sure it's okay. Oh, now I've got a boner. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yous both so much. Goodbye. Love yous. Bye, mate. Goodbye. Well, guys, that's all for season one of Values and Vibrators. If you've liked the show, leave a review in Apple Podcasts. And a big thanks to Rach Hart and Elise Cooper and the whole team at Nova Podcasts who've helped me bring this show to life. Don't forget to follow me online at Charlotte G Show and, of course, the Nova Pods team at Nova Podcast Official. Who knows? Maybe if you say lots of nice stuff about me, we might be back for season to thanks so 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 much for listening this has been values and vibrators with me charlotte crosby see ya mm-hmm.